You know what I heard? That this is a scary fact. People who cuddle are more likely to have better immune systems. So that not only are we going to die alone, but we're going to die faster. Oh. Welcome to Media Pod Smash. <laughs> I don't, it's hard to find the funny when you don't have anything to laugh about. <laughs> oh, buddy. What? Oh, God. Oh, wow. Is this getting dark? I was going to the dark place. Oh, man. No, no. I'll bring it, in. I'll bring it up. <laughs> to see it go out like that, it was like watching, like... A dog, like it was like having a family <laughs> dog that got really old. Is this not doing anything for you? Oh, All right, welcome to the show. It's Scary, scary stuff today. Oh, yeah. October 20th. Obviously, we're not. It's not Bray Road. Yeah. Sorry. We're um, safe and sound in a little room here. Yeah. So. No beasts around here, I don't think. Um, other than the, eat the beasts from within. Ooh. Um, <laughs> we've got... I don't know. we got some. We got some ground to cover. This is our official Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. It was going to be next week, but we're flipping things around. And the reason why we couldn't do Bray Road this week was there was, I mean, it's, is it wrong to blame other other circumstances? Or do we have our, only ourselves to blame? <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, I've never seen it rain so much in October. Yeah. <laughs> That's paranormal. That's spooky stuff. Yep. It, it, it rained the first night we wanted to do it. It rained the second night I thought about doing it. The third night, something came up between us. The fourth night, we you had to work. And yeah. then now Colin is, is up north, so we couldn't have done it over the weekend. Yeah. So literally every time we've tried to do it, it's been... Nothing happened. And, and I don't think... I, I think this episode almost just didn't even happen. So, you know what? Be happy that we did it. Yeah. F you guys. <laughs> you don't deserve what's um it's a it's it's a tough it's a tough week. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I don't I don't it's hard to find the funny when you don't have anything to laugh about. <laughs> oh buddy. What? Oh god. Oh, wow, is this getting dark? No, no, I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to even talk about it right now, I don't think. Okay. But I'll let you know. Like, I'll talk about it later. Like, right. next, after Halloween. I'm not letting this ruin my Halloween. Yeah. I just said, like, I was thinking to myself, like, this is my favorite month. I'm not going to be, like, a little emo, although that would be dark and scary, so maybe <laughs> I could be an emo kid, but I'm not going to let this, you know, I'm not going to let this, this ruin my Halloween, my October. Yeah. I'll let it ruin Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's not as important. Wreck your family time. Yeah. Just, just, you know. Don't let it interfere with the podcast. Yeah. Just just wreck the family time. Speaking of which, I'm working overnight for Thanksgiving. What? Because it's Black Friday the next day. Yeah. And as you know, in retail, 
There, there's no such thing as holidays. No. Money doesn't sleep. Money doesn't you gotta sleep. push these products out. So you're saying like... F your family. You go out to the sales floor and you get these products ready. because. And my job is going to be to... St- I have to stand in front of a product and like be like, hold on, you oh, animals. Yeah. Important. <laughs> Very important. Yeah. Like, look, I see you see this big flat screen. Just you, just wait. Bunch of savages. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, you're you're sacrificing your time to benefit everybody else. Absolutely. So, as long as they're happy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter that I'm gonna have to take a nap in the middle of the day during Thanksgiving. Yeah. To get up later at night and. Yeah, we don't care about you no. at all. We just no, care no. about the customers. So. so. Great. So, yeah. yeah. That'll be fun. So. Hopefully, they, they, I mean, if they don't give me Thanksgiving off, I'm going to end it. <laughs> Take that how you will. <laughs> I'm going to end the show. <laughs> no. um, but, yeah, that, I mean, that kind of blows. We'll talk about that. I'll, I'll have some funny Black Friday stories, I think. All right. Is it... Tell me this. Uh-oh. Is it I politi- think I know where you're going. Is it politically incorrect to say Black Friday now? Ooh, wow. Because ever since I've been working in retail giant they have never called it they've called it blitz day yeah is it because like that someone came and slapped <laughs> them on the wrist they're like whoa you guys can't say black i don't know why it is actually like it's not like there's like it's not like they named it black friday after like african-americans like it's such yeah. that everyone acts like a bunch of animals <laughs> oh my god <laughs> This is the episode where everything gets dark. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's not like they did that. That's why it's okay. <laughs> Everybody's stealing and shoplifting. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> There's only one thing we can call this holiday. This post holiday. Um, but no, they call it Black, you know, Black Friday because it brings out. I I think personally because it brings out the worst in people, and it's like. Black. Like, I mean, really? Like, yeah. Black, like darkness. Like dark. Like this is dark day. <laughs> I real. I mean, really? That's. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the origins of Black Friday. I don't know. But I'd be. I'd be interested to know. Should I look it up? Yeah. Okay. Tell. Oh, so this is something I. I didn't know. You even did this, but getting back to Bray Road really quick. You've actually had a, an adventure on Bray Road. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a little adventure. Um, you want me to tell you right now? Yeah, go for it. So this was probably, what, two years ago now? Okay. My dad's a little jokester sometimes. And okay. He, so my sister was over, and and he's like, hey, you guys get in the truck. Let's go somewhere, you know, scary. Yeah. So we got in the truck, and we're driving, driving. All of a sudden, we get to... Ray Road, and it was right on the intersection of Hospital Road and Bray oh. Road, which is exactly where we talked about last yeah, time. the sightings. Yeah, so we passed there, and we went all the way down Bray Road. It's like probably half a mile long, Yeah. and he stops the truck, and he's like, get out. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so we're like, alright, I got my camera with me and stuff, <clears throat> and so we get out of the truck. And he's like, okay, remember the stop sign we passed on Hospital Road? We're like, yeah. He said, meet me there. And so he takes off. Oh, my his God. truck goes back down Bray Road. And this is probably like a 10 or 15 minute walk or something. So 
we're walking and we're just joking around and stuff and you know it starts to set in it's like um this is pretty creepy <laughs> here like we didn't expect this yeah. at all we thought we were just gonna stay in the truck and uh we're walking and walking and finally after 10 or 15 minutes we get up to this the intersection by the stop sign where we're supposed to meet him he's not there at all and so he told us make sure you stay by the stop sign otherwise i won't know where you are so we're waiting by the stop sign and it's all creepy there's like this open field yeah. over here and then a bunch of trees around us and so we're standing there and all of a sudden we just hear this growling oh my god yeah growling and at first i was like no that's <sighs> nothing you know and every like 2 minutes we would hear this growling it was oh like growling. I'm like, no, this isn't happening. Like, like what the Everything heck? Everything I know is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're looking at each other like, seriously, we're trying to analyze this. Yeah. Like, let's be real. What is this? And we had no answers. We're like, this is literally something growling, like, out in this God. open field. Yeah. And there's nobody around. My dad's not around at all. And it sounded so real. And it was, like, getting closer and closer. And so we're like, okay, we're not going to stay by the stop sign. Yeah. So we started walking down that hospital road, like backing up slowly. And it was like coming towards us. It sounded like it was coming right towards us. So at this time, it was at the stop sign yeah. that we were at. Oh, my God. And it's pitch black. You can't see anything. And we're getting like freaked oh, out. My and my God. sister like starts to jog like <laughs> away. And I'm like, wait, stop. I'm not like about to run here. Yeah. And I'm, like, going through my mind thinking, what can this possibly be? I'm, like, getting creeped out oh. here. And it sounded like it was getting louder and louder. And so probably after ten minutes of that, you know, me and my sister are this close. Oh and we're just God. like, what is this? <laughs> and finally we see these headlights come and we're like, oh, my God, it's got to be my dad. Yeah. So we both book it towards the truck like running as fast as we can like all scared oh. and it's my dad and we get in the truck as fast as we can and he's like what what's going on we're like there's something growling out there and he's like no way and so he drives back towards the stop sign yeah. and we're like oh my god it's around here somewhere this is where the sound was coming yeah. from and he's like hey could you Hey Robert, could you get out of my truck and grab my phone? I dropped it on the 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 ground over here. What he did was recorded a growling sound on his phone. Oh my god! To repeat every two minutes, it would repeat. So I don't know. He like got this werewolf sound from oh somewhere. Oh my god! It sounded. I know it sounds stupid now, but it was so real sounding. How did it get closer? <clears throat> It was my Just mind pulling mind. tricks. Yeah. That's crazy. And so what he did when he dropped us off at the end of Bray Road, he drove down, and when he got to the stop sign, he just threw his phone out the window, and it landed right by that stop sign. Oh, my so God. So when we got there, it that's when it started going. It worked wow. out perfectly. That's amazing. Yeah, that was so scary. Have you gotten him back since that? No. You gotta like now. You gotta like hit it. You gotta do something big. Yeah. You gotta like. (laughs) He's gotta lose a limb or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we gotta top that this year when we go. I hope we'll hear real growling (coughs) when we go. Yeah. 
How will you explain that? <laughs> That's, That's cool. I never heard that story. I could have sworn I told you that. I don't think so. Huh. But, yep. That's cool. It is cool. I, I thought, I, I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, oh my god. Because <laughs> it's a real werewolf? I had a feeling it probably it was going to be that, that <laughs> ending. Because yeah. if it was actually something like that you couldn't explain, that would have come up. Mm-hmm. That was going to definitely come up on their last conversation that we had in the last show. Yeah. But yep. you would have been like, look, look, I know these are, <laughs> we're making fun of these people that, that the werewolf slipped off their car, but look, this happened to real. <laughs> I heard growling. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. That's that's cool. Mm-hmm. So. Well, so, but it was creepy though. Just to, oh, like, yeah. I mean, but before the before the growling, it was still like a creepy atmosphere. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I, I can't wait. Yeah. Hopefully this this time we really <laughs> get to do it. This is our last shot. <laughs> so you have that to look forward to. Um, Black Friday. Black. Friday. In case you were wondering. <laughs> Um, the day's name originated in Philadelphia, where it originally was used to describe the heavy and disruptive pedestrian and vehicle traffic which would occur the day after Thanksgiving. Use of the term started before 1961 and began to see broader use outside of Philadelphia around 1975. Later, an alternative explanation began to be offered that Black Friday indicates the point at which retailers begin to turn profit, or are in the black. Okay. Okay. I actually think I've heard that in the black. So they finally start to turn a profit. And that's why they give shit away like nuts. Okay. Like crazy. Not to be confused with Black Monday. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Do we look up what Black Monday is? I think that's probably something very depressing. Historic events? Uh oh. Used to refer to historic events. Oh. I'm not gonna. I'm not going there. I had a little Black Monday on my own. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> um, <clears throat> so we got to keep it on the on the uh, right on the heels of some spooky stuff. Uh, I saw a few scary movies this week. Oh yeah, what'd you see? I I literally I just got back from seeing Paranormal Activity four. Yeah, and uh, saw it in IMAX. Okay. I tried. To, I wanted to give IMAX another shot because I went to go see. Dark Knight Rises in IMAX. This Bad experience? Terrible. I was off to the side of the screen. And when I'm thinking IMAX... Have you been to the IMAX? Um, where is this? Is this in Waukesha? Well, this was at, this particular one was at Mayfair. Okay. But either way, I don't think I have, no. Okay. So when I think of an IMAX, like when I was, when I was growing up, I went to like the museum had an IMAX. Yeah, that's and what I'm thinking of. Huge, like our museum, our public museum in Milwaukee has an IMAX, which was a, like a huge dome that I took up. Like, just watched a movie on that. Oh, actually. really? Yeah. So I mean, it's like, it takes up 180 like, degrees. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you're like, I mean, it's like you're in the movie. Like mm-hmm. it's it's amazing. Yeah. And you feel like you're kind of almost moving a little bit. Yeah. I get that sense a little bit. Yep. So now. Whenever I've heard the term IMAX, like that's, since that's all I've known, I was like, "Oh my god, a movie in IMAX? That's gotta be amazing!" <laughs> and I finally went and saw a movie in IMAX. For some reason, this is the first time I've actually seen a movie in IMAX, and that was Dark Knight Rises. And I went inside, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be good! I can't wait!" I was expecting like this huge, big dome, and then I went in. And I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> like. It's like an ultra screen. It looks just like... It's like a curved, like, bigger screen. Yeah. So I was like, what is IMAX? 
isn't IMAX just like a really it's good a format? Good format. Yeah. I didn't know that until I, I was pissed off about <laughs> seeing my The Dark Knight. Because they have like IMAX cameras, I think. Yeah. 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 And so I guess, yeah, it was. it's just a really good, really nice looking format. Yeah. But I th- for some reason, I was always just thinking like IMAX is like the ultimate ex- yeah. like experience. It, and I was like thinking every screen was that big fucking Yeah, big I, know. I used to think that too. So, unfortunately not. And I and I was off to the side during The Dark Knight Rises, so that probably didn't help either. Yeah, on um, a curved screen like that. That'd yeah. kind of weird. So I was like, I'll give it another shot with a movie that's shot to make it look like it's a home video. So what could possibly go <laughs> wrong this time? <laughs> so we get to the theater, uh, and um, we walk in, and it's, it's, it's pretty nice. There's like literally maybe eight other people in there. So we have our pick of wherever we want to go. Wow. So I sit right in between them all. In between them all, <laughs> so right in the middle, right in the very center. I could, I think I was, I was like in in the very center of the theater, like the most centered I could be in the movie theater. Mm. And uh, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, I'm ready for this. Oh, I'm yeah. getting, I'm super amped. I'm like, I I know there's not a whole lot of effects and, and chase scenes going on in this film, but. I'm going to be in the experience this time. And so I'm getting, you know, I'm all excited. And I start watching some trailers. The very first trailer that happens, they, they go, these following trailers have not been enhanced by IMAX. <laughs> so I'm like, damn it. <laughs> what kind of start is this? Yeah. And so we watched those trailers for a while. And I'm like, all right, well, I've seen most of these movies. This is, all right, bring on, bring it on. Bring on Paranormal Activity 4. And the trailers stop. And then they show a commercial for turning your cell phones off and it's like Finding Nemo and it looks like people are sitting in front of this it's like kind of like a mystery science theater thing yeah it looks like people are sitting there behind the projector uh-huh. and then like some guy answers his phone and then it shows one of the, the like the big shark from Finding <coughs> from Finding Nemo yeah he comes down and it eats the guy that brings his cell phone out I'm like this is like pretty morbid <laughs> It's kids. It's a kids movie. Yeah, and like, what kind of message? Like, kill, pe- kill the people that are rude. <laughs> so I was like a little like put off by that, and at, at the same time, I'm like thinking, is this is this movie gonna start soon? <laughs> and I'm like, now it's gotta start. They just showed the phone thing. It's yeah. Gonna, now, now here we go. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden. The following trailers have been enhanced by IMAX, oh so we God. watch a whole other set of trailers. But they showed some really cool ones. Um, the Hobbit actually looks really, really good. Um, oh yeah, it looks it looks awesome. Like um, I was never into the Lord of the Rings at all. I, I don't I don't think I've actually. Yeah, I wasn't really either that much. Like I don't, I don't know if I've actually even seen, like, been able to sit through a whole one of those movies. Yeah, me neither. I th- well, I think I did with the first one. I made myself, yeah, <laughs> to see what the hype was about. Yeah, it looks awesome and stuff, but it's yeah. just, I, I don't know, I don't know. It, it didn't hold my attention for the whole thing. Yeah, but so I, I so yeah, like, like, so I, I've never really been that into them, but now. I saw the Hobbit trailer and it looks. I mean, I was I was super impressed. Like this, the environments and like this world that he's created. Yeah. It's just like, it's 
you put that up against the Avatar world, I don't give a shit who you are. That's better. Really? <laughs> yeah. I had to see this. Trailer. Avatar's just a rainforest. This is like a whole like. This is a Shire. <laughs> a Shire, wow. <laughs> I mean, I've never been to like a, a I've never Shire. Been to a Shire. I've been to a rainforest. <laughs> sorta. Kinda. The Mitchell Domes. Yeah. <laughs> been to the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> so that, like, that counts, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so getting to actual movie. <laughs> I was actually just going to do a movie review, but... <laughs> But yeah, that's not really, I was pissed because by the time the movie started, we were already like 35 minutes in. <laughs> Jeez. So what I'm really saying is, um, don't go see movies. Don't, <laughs> don't just watch them at home. Don't waste, <laughs> don't waste your time. Um, but Paranormal Activity Four. Um, let's see. I'm sick, by the way. That's why I keep coughing. Oh, well, I'm sorry. That's about what that. happens when you're sick. So. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Get well soon. <laughs> um, Disclaimer. <laughs> um, I don't want to be. I don't want to be mean, or spoil the, spoil the movie. So I'll do what I can here. Okay. Paranormal Activity Four is a lot of the same. I mean, it's at times it's it's actually kind of just. You you know the format, and so you know what to expect, and you know like you you almost know like that there's a certain like way they do things where like it starts off super like just kind of slow, yeah, and then it kind of starts peaking, and then like each each time and each each they do the thing again. I don't, have you seen the first one or any of them? Yeah, actually, I did see the first one. Yeah, so they do the thing again where they go like night one, and then like yeah. night this night. So, like, then as you start getting deeper into the nights, then more creepy stuff starts happening. So it's the same format with different people, but now you're getting deeper into, like, the origins, like, more of the origins, Mm. and finding out why, like, what happened, tying up loose ends and things like that. And it's just, there's just some weird, like, it's the same, it's, it's paranormal activity. They're, they're milking out the franchise, I think. Yeah. Getting all the money they can before it ends. Yeah. Like Saw. Yeah. yeah. That was sad, because I loved that franchise. Yeah. And to see it go out like that, it was like watching, like, a dog... Like, it was like having a family <laughs> dog that got really old. And- <laughs> you remember, like, when you were when you were young, and the dog was young, and it would run around, and it was so much fun, and yeah. now... Now it just sits around the house and it's just kind of sad to watch. <laughs> that was Saw. That's how Saw went out. I didn't see the last one at all. It's sad. Was it Saw 3D or something? There was. I think there was one after that, wasn't oh. there? No, you're, I think you're right. Final Chapter was th- the 3D one. Okay, yeah, I didn't see that one at all. Yeah, it was. that's tough. I don't even remember really what happened, but I know I was disappointed. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of what happened here. Like, I, I was... I was disappointed, but I knew, I mean, I wasn't really expecting much of, a, like, a difference in what I've seen before. Yeah. I mean, so I, I shouldn't have been, I couldn't have, I wasn't that disappointed. Um, <laughs> the, the the main girl, though, she's, like, her and her, her boyfriend are, are, like, such a nice, like, duo. They've got very good chemistry in the movie. Yeah? Like... 
I was I was actually very I was envious of this fake relationship <laughs> that I saw on the screen. <laughs> I started crying in the movie theater. <laughs> I was like, I want that. <laughs> well, so they I mean they they worked really well together. The whole family they 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 do it's very like good acting in the, the film. Um, they make it very it, it's very believable. Um, everyone does like a really good job, except there's these like the two. The story, I mean, I show this in the trailer so I can talk about it. Like the the story centers around two, like two little boys, mm-hmm. and they're supposed to be creepy little boys, but mm-hmm. like they're not really. It's yeah. just they they're kind of. It's more laughable than it is creepy. It's just like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. It was it was still like there was a, they were really creepy. It was my favorite movie. <laughs> best of two thousand twelve. Two characters were the best in the whole movie. <laughs> they had the best chemistry on screen. <laughs> no, it was it, it was good, and and there was an I couldn't. I I mean, well, want me to rate it? I'll just rate it. Yeah, just give me a rating quick. Six and a half. Okay, out of ten. Good way to close it. If they don't close it off, I'll be pretty annoyed. So that yeah. was Paranormal Activity. <laughs> um, the the second movie I saw this week was Sinister. Okay. Without giving much away for this one, um, I'll give you a short review, and I won't talk about going to see it in the theater because there wasn't much that happened before I saw it. Right. There wasn't any tra- like trailers that really like <laughs> got me going or a bunch of IMAX stuff. This was just standard. So, the, the the movie Sinister, it centers around a guy who finds some footage in his attic mm-hmm. after moving into a house. And but the whole reason he moves into the house is because he's an author and he's trying to get like he's trying to get inspired to write his next book. Mm-hmm. And I found this this movie was awesome. It was it was it was a very good horror film. Like I I could I'd go back and I'd watch it again. Uh, yeah, it's it def, it'd definitely be like one of my like October movies to watch. Wow. Um, there were a few things though. I mean, there's there's some there was some scenes in the movie where like him his wife and him him. <laughs> God damn it! Some sentences. Him and his wife fight. Yeah. And it gets to, it gets very like it's it's very like intense like it doesn't belong in this type of movie like it doesn't belong in like huh. this setting I don't feel like it it gets like it's almost like you're you're watching like a like a horror movie or, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Jesus this I'm out of here this is too much this is the movie. worst show I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you're watching like a drama. Okay. The way that things start unfolding in their relationship, it's like you're watching Revolutionary Road or something. Like they 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 have this this these terrible fights, and there's they have a kid, and it's just cringeworthy. Mm. And it's not necessary. They don't really need it to propel the story. I don't think. But whatever. That's that's why I'm not a filmmaker. <laughs> was um, there fighting like a big part of the the story or something? Yeah. But I don't think they need like 
<laughs> they didn't need it, is what I'm saying. Like, it's a big part of the story, but they they could like it didn't need it. Okay. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. I, it's just it was it's unnecessary. Okay. In my opinion. I get it. But here's like here's what they did right. The found footage is so creepy. Like it's it's like disturbing. What is this footage of? Um, or where did it come from? So spoilers. Uh, if you don't wanna, if you don't wanna hear any of the footage or what, what I'm about to say, just 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 stop listening for a little bit. Just a little. <laughs> please bit. come back, though. Please come back. I won't. I won't <laughs> talk very long about it. Um, <laughs> the footage. So he finds a box in the attic, and it's labeled like home videos or something. And he just assumes, okay, this is from the owner of the previous house. And, you know, it's just a bunch of home videos of mm-hmm. random events. And he sees the tapes. They're all labeled different things. Like, one is, like, um, pool party. One is, like, called sleepy time. One is, like, um, hanging out. And he watches hanging out. This is the very first... This is the, the footage that they show at the beginning of the of the film. Mm-hmm. And then they show it again when he actually watches it. It's super messed up. It's the... Uh, it's a tree. And there's f- f- like four or five people standing under one of the branches of the tree. Mm-hmm. They all have burlap sacks over their heads. Okay. They all have nooses around their necks. And they're like, sit, like just standing at the bottom of the tree like this, and all of a sudden you see this tree branch get cut down, and all the nooses rise up at the same time, and the family is just dangling there, and like, and it's just there's this creepy music in the background. The footage is super grainy, so it looks yeah. like it's real, uh-huh. and it's like the most off-putting thing I've like I've ever seen in like a mainstream film. Jeez. And there's like four or five more tapes like that, similar to that. Mm-hmm. What what I described, it's in the same vein as that, like but different things happening. Mm-hmm. So it's it's they the way they do it, it, it's so well done. And like the music that they chose, it, like oh my god, <laughs> I, you hear that music before you go to bed, like you're not sleeping that night. Yeah. It's, it's super <laughs> creepy. Although you might disagree because. I remember we listened to that one Elvis song I thought was so creepy. Oh, and yeah. that one Moby song. <laughs> I'm going to play those a little bit today, too, for the for the episode. Alright. That, that's still... I don't, that'll give me the chills. That one is... I remember that. What was it called? It, I don't remember the Elvis one, but the Moby one was called My Weakness. I and it's got, like, a little all. choir. It's like... Oh. I don't remember that. Oh, we're going to play that. Um, but And the Elvis one is just him singing, like, with a high voice. And that's huh. supposed to be creepy. I, I don't remember the name of that song either, but but we'll play the Moby one. That one, right. I swear, I'll, I won't really, I won't even be able to listen to it for that long. What? I, I, I don't know why it's so creepy to me, but people <laughs> say it's supposed to be relaxing. That's what you told me. You said it was relaxing, like it's calming. It's oh. Like, but I'll play it. All right. Um, so, this, yeah, they did that. That's so well done. And that's, I mean, if there's any reason just to... Just watch it for that alone. Mm-hmm. Like, just to see those little, like, found footage clips. It's so creepy. So, Sinister, uh, seven and a half yeah. or eight. Yep. Okay. It's really, really well done. What, what horror movie would you give a, a nine or a ten to? Ah, uh, wow. Like, are you saying my favorite horror films? Yeah. 
<laughs> oh boy. Um. Well, one of my favorite horror films that I found to be very well done. I don't know if you're like. Are you baiting me <laughs> to, to go? Like, do you want me to say a certain answer? No, I was just like Poughkeepsie tapes. Oh, okay. I think that's that's one of my f- new favorite horror movies. Okay. Um, I've also, I mean, I'm also, I'm super big into like slasher films. I love like Friday Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I wrote a script. I don't know if I ever told you this. I wrote a script that was based on like Friday the Thirteenth. Like I wrote a slasher film. Really? We should post that on the blog because I don't think I'll ever turn that into a film. Okay. I don't think I'll ever turn anything into you, a film. You filmed that? No, okay. I I wrote. Like a like an hour long script, huh? And I filmed probably the like the first two minutes of it. Okay. So we should put we'll put that on the blog, but it was um like my it was supposed to be like my f- version, but like the same kind of format of like a Friday Thirteenth about these kids that go to a, like a summer home, mm-hmm. and like all you, know, you can tell it was written like by a young high school kid. Like the kids are just such like so annoying yeah <laughs> but but yeah that was I I love slasher films Saw is is very well done I, I love Saw the mm-hmm. first one yeah <laughs> the third one's good too um then there's another movie I don't know if you've ever ever heard of it it's called Behind the Mask nope this movie I, you should just borrow it it's on Netflix actually it's on Netflix but oh, okay. um Behind the Mask is it's so funny but it's also like it's a little it's eerie. It's um get a look at the cover. It's a movie that it's it's so creative. Like it's a movie that is about a film crew that follows around a, like a slasher, and like they they follow him around and like they get like they they go through like what his process is and like mm-hmm. how he like gets his victims and stuff. And, like, he sits down with, like, people that inspired him. And, like, they pull... There's so many references to, like, Jason and, like, Freddy. And, like, it's a comedy. But, like, they they put it in, like, the... It's, like, a horror. Like, a slasher film. Yeah. And they have a lot of... Like, a lot of actors in there are from famous slasher movies. Like, the guy who plays Freddy's in there, Robert England. Yeah. Um, Tony Todd from Candyman is in there, I think. Um, and a few others are in that movie, and it's, it's, it's such a good, like, um, like, it pays, pays homage to Mm -hmm. the older movies, but does it in, like, such an awesome way. So I definitely recommend that movie. Okay. Um, I don't know, I, I, there's so many horror movies. The Descent, it's awesome. Yeah, I saw that one. Super creepy. Yeah. Hostile, a lot of people will disagree with me. Because they think it. I mean, it starts out as a comedy and like it's a road trip movie and it's yeah. like porno, but those reactions from the guy coming in whistling and like just having such an awesome time, like to be there hacking the guy is alive. It's yeah. Like, so so cringeworthy. Yeah. Um, but those are some of them, I guess. What What are your some of your favorite horror movies? Um. <clears throat> let's see. I don't know, like, movies, I don't really get scared for many movies. Actually, what scares me the most is, I guess, paranormal movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
probably because it's the most like relatable. Yeah. You're not going to be sitting there in your room and a slasher is going to walk up. You know, I'm not really thinking well, about that. I'm like, Maybe not in this neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. If we were like, in the north side, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but like paranormal stuff or invisible stuff, that creeps me out. Like I'll be sitting in my room at night and I'll just get that feeling like something's oh, yeah. there. And something's it's not like, right. Here. Something just ain't. Yeah, and you look around and... I don't know. I don't know what it is. So, like, Paranormal Activity, I can barely watch those kind of movies. Really? Yeah. That, I mean, the one thing that always sticks with me from that movie is just how she stood there. Yeah. That's so creepy. Yep. Um, Things have, like is there that. other, like, I'm trying to think now if there's other Paranormal movies that... Yeah, I'm trying to think. about. Um, I don't know. I can't really. Oh, have you ever, have you seen like um, Haunting in Connecticut or no. like any of those types of movies? No, nope. those are pretty creepy. Have you seen The Exorcist? Yeah. What do you think of that? Um, I'm sure it was awesome when it first came out. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, it's it doesn't really scare me. It's mm-hmm. a good movie, but I feel like it drags on a little. Actually, yeah. To be honest, recent movie that I like is Cabin in the Woods. Yes. That, I don't know. That was an awesome movie. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That was so much different yep. than anything out there, but in what like they did everything like so well yep. for being so different. That's probably one of my favorite horror movies now. That's a good one. Not because of the, you know, because it's scary, just because it's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. It's got like the perfect like a lot of horror movies they they try to mix comedy in there and it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But that's got the perfect um mix of comedy and horror to it. Yes. Like I don't know what that actor's name is. You know the two guys who are like running the control room? You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Was that one guy from um Oh my one of the guys was from Step Brothers, right? Yeah, he played the dad. That guy, yeah, he was awesome in that. Was isn't the other guy though the guy who was wasn't he in Billy Madison? Billy Madison as like one of yeah, the, like, I think he was the, like the guys in like the suits. Yeah, he was in a lot of movies too. That guy's been around forever. I don't yeah. know what his name is though. Yeah, those guys were so funny. Yeah, but it never like took you out of like. When when things were actually supposed to like be kind of creepy, they never yeah. took you out of it, uh-huh. which was nice. Yeah, that's that was an awesome movie. Yep, I really like um, Chris Hemsworth too. Mm-hmm. He's so sexy. Thor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thor. And uh, that other everyone actually was did a really was really cool in that movie. Yeah, yeah. but but yeah, um, one of the movies that doesn't have a good mix of comedy and horror is Candyman. Oh, man. <laughs> that movie <laughs> has comedy unintentionally, <laughs> I think. <laughs> and I'm sure back in the day, it was probably a lot creepier. But, and it, I mean, it was a good movie. And I, that was like the first time I watched it. We, we watched Candyman, and I was going to talk, we were going to talk about it on the last show. 
because we both watched it for the first time and we're going to give her a nice review 20, di- 20 years later. <laughs> <laughs> because we both didn't, hadn't seen it before. But I was just thinking how there was that one line that always, like, it, it always <laughs> makes you laugh now. Um, there's a scene in the movie Candy Man. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> I recommend it. It's just, it is worth watching. It's, it's a good movie. There's, I'm still kind of confused by what went down a little bit. Yeah, there's a point in there that it just took a weird turn. Yeah. And you can't really explain it. Like, I, I don't understand, like, probably maybe the second, like, the last quarter of the movie. Mm-hmm. But, um... Right when she's in the in the parking garage. Yeah, as soon as she gets <laughs> to, the, to the garage, that's where everything yeah. takes a nasty turn. And I mean that's what makes it. That's what made it good for me though. Like I was like really trying to figure out what's gonna be going on here. Yeah, it bugged me that the Candyman didn't look very scary. That was the biggest thing. Yeah, like it was literally just a guy with a hook, a normal guy with a hook for a hand. Yeah. <laughs> if you okay, if you guys ever saw Allstate um, car insurance oh, commercials, yeah. there's that black guy. <laughs> It's him. It's him. It looks exactly like him. The only difference is Candyman has a hook for a hand. Yeah. That's it. So, I don't know what they're trying to say here. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I really don't know what they were thinking. But, that's it. Um, but the funniest part of that movie, the thing that sticks with me, there's a part in that movie where she goes into a bathroom stall, because that's she's investigating the legend of Candyman. Because, you know, you say his name three times and turning around in a mirror or whatever and he's supposed to appear. Yeah. And so that's, she's, you know, doing a research on the the legend of Candyman. And it brings her to a town where supposedly some events went down, some creepy events. And she goes into a bathroom stall where, was this supposed to be where someone was murdered inside this bathroom stall? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so she goes into the stall... It's pretty creepy in there already. I that mean, was where Candyman got beat, wasn't it? He got beat to death or something like that. Oh yeah, like the people from town found out or something. And yeah, I think I think he might have died in that bathroom. Okay, was that it? That makes sense because they had like a wasn't there a stall that was like yeah, kind of like set aside for like some creepy shit. Yeah. Okay, so she goes in there. Starts investigating, and all of a sudden, a big, like, a bunch of thugs <laughs> come into the bathroom. <laughs> One of them, like, the leader of them, comes, comes up to her, and he goes, I hear you're looking for a candy man, bitch. He smacks her in the face, she falls down, and then she uh, awakens in her, in, uh, in her hometown, somehow. <laughs> yeah, um, and she's got to go into the police department, and there's a police lineup of all these different African American guys <laughs> in a line, and they all repeat the same line one after another. I hear you're looking for a candy man, bitch. I hear you're looking for a candy man, bitch. <laughs> oh, one after another. It was so funny and so out of place for that movie. Yeah, the re- I mean, there really weren't any other like unintentionally funny things in that movie. Like I know a lot of like eighties movies are like cheesy mm-hmm. and that makes it funny. This wasn't that cheesy. It was pretty good. Like it holds up. Mm-hmm. But that was like it seemed so out of place <laughs> for that movie. Yeah. Um, 
But it was it was good. I I liked it. Yeah. Um, music was pretty creepy too. Music plays a big is a big thing for me. Like, which yeah. we might as well since we're talking about music, let's just go on to, and I'll play the music that scares me. All right. Um, is there any more movies you want to touch on before we move on? I don't think so. Okay. One, if there's one movie you could recommend, one scary movie you recommend, what would you recommend for our audience to watch over Halloween? Definitely Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cabin in the Woods. I, yeah. I agree. Um, I'm going to say Poughkeepsie Tapes. Okay. I'm on the found footage kick right now, and that's that's what does it for me, is like the it, like having it like that look to it where it could be real. Like, yeah. It, it's... Oh, man. I got... That's probably one of the scariest movies I've I've ever seen personally. Like yeah. that's I was I'm, it's like half an hour long, isn't it? Poughkeepsie Tapes? Yeah. No. No. It's a full movie. Really? Yeah. Huh. Maybe I just saw like a <laughs> thirty minute section. It was on YouTube, wasn't it? Yeah. Then I, I saw the whole thing. Okay. I must just be wrong. No, it's like a it's like hour and thirty minutes. Or something. Huh. Like, they did split like what I the version I watched they split into parts. Maybe you just watched. Oh one yeah, part. probably. No, I'm sure I watched the whole thing. Okay, I would have found out, but I just remember it seeing thirty minutes on the bottom. Oh, huh? But, yeah, maybe they split it up or something. Yeah, I mean, cause you, I mean, cause you, I mean, you remember when? Gosh, I don't want to like. Do you remember when they interviewed the girl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean that yeah it's like an hour and a half. Mm. Uh, but yeah it's, oh, it's it's if you haven't seen it check it out it's it's on you it should be on YouTube still. <laughs> it's like if a killer taped his own like murders yeah and, like, what he does yeah and it's like they get into the mind of a killer mm-hmm. and it's I mean I don't know if it's accurate or not but yeah my guess is that it's pretty accurate it's it's so creepy mm-hmm. um, yeah check it out. It's good. Yeah. And Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Very good. Um, but yeah, this so this song, it's maybe like the circumstances is what, is what makes it so creepy for me. Um, I'll tell you what I it's associated with. I, I was trying to get to sleep one night, so I was watching, or I was listening to a playlist that was like, you know, get to sleep fast, and like, these are songs that help me sleep. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... Some horror yeah. music comes on. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of creepy music. <laughs> Try to sleep now. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> gotcha. And um, they, you know, it's the average like piano songs and like soothing music. Yeah. And I'm I'm a really shitty sleeper. Like yeah. I'm actually I'm thinking that I have like some kind of sleeping disorder because I'll <laughs> wake up like I, last well, last time I slept I woke up like two hour intervals. Huh. I don't know what it is, but, um, so whatever. So I, I wake up quite often. And so I woke up in the middle of this playlist going off and this is the song that, that I heard. Okay. And they say it's relaxing. When I heard this song, I almost shit myself. I thought <laughs> I was being like, I thought I was going to be raped or, or murdered. I was so scared. It was, gave me such an eerie vibe. And wow. I, it took me even longer to sleep after this. I, I needed another playlist. <laughs> and, like, I don't know what it was. But, um, 
You can judge for yourself. I don't even know how long I can play this for. Alright. It's these little, like, little kids singing. Imagine waking up to this. Is this not doing anything for you? I can see how how it'd be creepy. Like, maybe if I hadn't heard it when I like waking up to it, it would be a different story. But I can't even. I can't. Yeah, even that get is through that. Creepy. That yep. is so creepy to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've got the chills right now from listening to that thirty seconds of it. <laughs> Seriously, um, is there any songs that creep you out that do it for you? I'm sure like, there are. Yeah. I just I like music. I, I don't know why it is, but like music is such a big factor for me, and like it could be mm-hmm. something that's probably not even, like this. That's probably not even made to be scary. But if it's got like a certain like th- thing to it, it's like a certain element to it, and that's what makes it really, really creepy. Yeah. Um, also, things that like if you like have something where it's like uh, audio going backwards. That always creeps me out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah, that's ooh man, that's a that's gonna stick with me for a while. <laughs> sleeping the night. Ooh, good thing I'm gonna go to my buddy's house later. I don't know if I'll be able to sleep alone here. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's scary music. Um, Halloween. Wow, this is gonna. I got still a lot of ground to cover here. Really? Um, do you? Halloween traditions. Do you have anything that sticks out? I really don't, to be honest with you. So if you don't, I won't. I'm not going to hold it against you. No, I, I don't really. I whipped this one out at the last second. <laughs> I really thought we'd be on Bray Road right now. But, um, Haunted houses. I mean, I try to go to one every year. Yeah. But, you know, they're not that scary. I mean, It's more of the fun of just going to them. Yeah. Get... Usually I go earlier in October to, like, get me in the holiday spirit. Right. <laughs> and then just kind of go from there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we got ours in this year. Yeah. That's, yeah. I wouldn't, I wish we could do one more still. Yeah. We still could, but, you know. Yeah. 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 Do they do, do they do them on Sunday nights? Oh, I don't know, actually. I think they do. We could do one tomorrow night. Yeah. If you want, all right. That could be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Nice way to cap off the weekend. Yeah. All right, let's do it. All right, so you heard it here first. <laughs> um, Meet us there. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really do a whole lot either. I, I mean, not tradition-wise. I do a lot. I try to do a lot. Um, like, there's the movies. I like the movie marathons on TV. AMC has a lot of good um, marathons. Yeah. This week, they just had a Friday the 13th marathon. I was watching that. I think Halloween marathon starts this upcoming week, so mm-hmm. that's, that'll be fun. Actually, I do have one. Okay. Is um, And I didn't even know it was one. Is The Nightmare Before Christmas. I watch it every October. Really? Yep. Nice. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. an awesome movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Probably for the last five years I've done that. On the actual 31st? or is it No, just, just in October. October. Yep. Have you done it yet? Nope. Ooh, yeah. Can't break this now. <laughs> That's cool. We got 10 days. <laughs> um, I, one one that I started recently is I, I go to Madison 
for well they call it the freak fest oh yeah whatever. it's like the big day close off like the streets and everyone cut like dresses up and all walks. freaks come out all freaks come out at night <laughs> that's why i'm there dress up dress up in their costumes and yeah i feel like we'll see we'll be seeing like a lot of replacement refs this year and like <laughs> oh what else, yeah. is, what else is topical yeah we'll see some other stuff i'm sure bane will be there yeah we'll see bane we'll yep. see batman yeah some avengers maybe <laughs> <laughs> i would like to be bane just so i could use the voice yeah, I uh, I uh, when I gave my best man speech, um, I I started off. <laughs> I as, said the whole thing in Bane's voice. <laughs> I started off as Bane. I was like, "Hello, everybody!" <laughs> it, was, it was it was solid. Uh, that because that was a big kick we were on. Is just talking like Bane. Oh really? Yeah. So oh, you I, really did. Then? I did. I, oh, I actually okay. taught. I opened it with Bane voice. <laughs> oh my god! And that was like it was super awkward because there was like just a few mixed chuckles. The people who got it got it, but yeah. other people were like, "What's is this guy okay?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> yeah, I so I go to that. I started going to that because my buddy lives in Madison, so we stay there and we have like a party and you know go to the freak fest, mm-hmm. and whatever. So that's that's fun. I think this year I'm. I got my costume this year. I'm gonna be. A, I'm making my own superhero. Wow! And it's gonna be called Retail Man. Oh no! I'm turning my work uniform into like a superhero uniform. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna geez. put like a giant like W on my chest. <laughs> yeah. And like I'll have like uh, I'll, I don't know. I don't, that's all I got. <laughs> I'll turn it. You know, I'll make it some kind of super. Like I'll yeah. make like a blue cape or something. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> I'll get like a tells on that I can always keep on me, like a holster with a tells on in it. Jeez. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, but yeah, so that's, I mean, that's really all I got for traditions. I, when I was younger, of course, trick or treating was always a big thing. Yeah. I was always, I was so pissed because when I was, when, when we were young, I remember trick or treating, they, they did it more in like the afternoon. They never usually, our town never usually did evening trick-or-treating. No, they were always worried about um, getting hit by cars and stuff. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah. Bunch of amateurs. <laughs> it just adds to the excitement. <laughs> but now, it seems like they're a little bit more loose with that. Because I've seen, I mean, it's starting later and later. Like, yeah, 6 o'clock. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely like... There is some darkness now when they've done it, because I, I remember I have to hand candy out, so I, I'm aware of when they do this. Yeah. When is trick-or-treating this year, do you know? I don't know. We live out of town, kind of, so oh, we yeah. don't really get anybody. There was always, like, there was always the big myth, like, the people out of town, like, those were the people that give, like, the good shit, though. Because, like, not as many people go. Yeah. Actually, my mom gets a ton of candy. Really? Year, like, awesome stuff, yeah. With full bars, so like, yeah, <laughs> we we probably get like five people a year, so they each get a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was like always the. I remember that was the big like like myth of like like the people like if you go like travel distances and like go in the country, those are like the people you'll get some awesome stuff. But we could never do it because I our parents would never take us. Maybe it is true. <laughs> Yeah, so kids, venture out into the unknown territory. Yeah. Go into the back streets, and that's where the good candy is. <laughs> Go down the private drives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's where they keep the good stuff. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, whatever. I used to have some... I, <laughs> I dressed up in some weird costumes. I remember 
I I was a popcorn box one year, like a <laughs> box of popcorn, and um, I was a robot one year. Um, my friend Mitch was oh. a sandwich once. A sandwich? Yeah. Wow. And uh, any particular kind or just generic? I think just generic sandwich. Okay. Well, a little less tomato sticking out. Okay. I think he might have actually been the meat of the sandwich. Okay. A little, no. a little morbid, but <laughs> it's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Let it slide. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, what else we got here? Scary things from the past. Ooh. Um, this could be anything. I don't know if you were thinking about this, but I thought of a bunch on my way over here that really, like, these aren't necessarily, like, they're not really, like, unexplainable or like paranormal but mm-hmm. they are like scary things that have happened to me where i'm like wow like ooh, like this got this th- this got the heart racing yeah um this first one i well i was gonna wait to tell this one when i we actually have, we might have a special guest coming like for the end of the show and i'll tell this story because this was actually with him okay um i'll move on to this one I have, in the I've got a sleeping. I don't know if you call it a disorder or like a condition um, called sleep paralysis that I'll get every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And for the, for those of you who don't know, it's the probably like the creepiest thing that ever ha- like can happen during like some of the most restful. What are supposed to be the most <laughs> restful moments of your life. Um, <laughs> You'll be half, like, your your body, like, is in a state of, it's like a, almost in a coma, but like, it, it is, it's almost like you're in a coma, like, your body doesn't move, but you're aware of the outside world, like, you're, are you still half dreaming? Your no? body, this is what's fucked up, this is where I'll, where I'll get to, your body, like, I believe, yeah, that you are, you are half dreaming. And I, I'll tell you a story. That's just like a scary story that happened to me. <coughs> um, okay. But yeah, so your your body is like frozen. You know you're you're conscious though. Yeah. So you're trying to move your body. You can't you can't even scream. Like the first time this happened to me, I was in the middle of a dream, and then I jumped. I got into like a sleep paralysis kind of thing, and I was like trying to scream for my mom because I didn't know what was going on, mm-hmm. and all I could do was go. Mm. <laughs> it was like my mouth was glued shut. It was the scariest thing ever. Yeah. Like, I, I, especially because I, I had no idea what was what this was. Yeah. I thought like I was, I don't know. I really couldn't explain it. But now that I know what it is, like I, I know what like I know what it, what's happening. But it still scares the shit out of yeah. me. Yeah. Um. So this particular story, I, I I don't even know like how to explain this. Like it could be paranormal shit. But it's probably just, like, my mind. Yeah. Um, I'm in the middle of a sleep paralysis. I'm like, I'm more annoyed at this point. I'm like, okay, come on. <laughs> and about one minute in, into this... So I you're, sp- like, awake and looking around your room? No, stuff, no, or? I can't even see. Like, it's dark. Oh, oh It's okay. either dark or, like, imagery. Okay. Shit. Imagery. Um, so... <sighs> I mean, this is giving me the chills already. I, I'm i sitting there, like, in the middle of this sleep paralysis, like, trying to get out of it. Like, 
I usually, like, they say, like, you just kind of try to start, like, wiggling, like, certain extremities. Yeah. And that, like, could get you out. But, like, I'm trying to get out, and all of a sudden, I hear, like, acoustic guitars playing. Mike. Yeah? Yeah, like, it's creepy <laughs> as hell. I hear, like, acoustic guitar playing in my room, and it sounds like it's coming from, like, the side of my bed. Like, it, it sounds like there's someone, like, crouched down, like next to my bed like playing yeah. an acoustic guitar and I'm like I'm starting to like breathe like kind of heavy here and I'm like freaking out I'm like there's someone in my fucking room I can't move like I can't yeah. move there's someone in my room and like I've had moments I don't know if this was in the same same time or not but like oh it's like during sleep paralysis like I'll feel or like I'll be dreaming like it's kind of a dream mix I, I really I don't know how to explain it but like I'll feel like I'm trying to get out of it, and then, like, I'm on the floor. Like, it'll feel like I've fallen off the bed, I'm on the floor, but I'm still in sleep paralysis, so I'm, like, frozen, and, like, I feel like there's stuff above me, like, going on, and I'm, like, on the ground, and I'm, like, oh, this is, like, giving me the chills (laughs) to talk about, because it's, like, it's really, it's so creepy. You're not really on the floor, though? No. Never even left the bed. But, like, I swear to God, like, I'm... I feel like it's the floor. Yeah. It's it's so real. And, like, not to mention, like, it also feels like there's stuff happening around me as well. Yeah. And, like, you can hear things and, like, you feel things. And, like... But, yeah, this particular moment, I, I could, like... It was so distinct. Like, there was music playing from my room. And, like, there was a guy, like, in there playing. And it was the creepiest thing. It's so I, creepy. I finally get out of it. And and the worst part of it is like once you're when you're out of it like, um maybe I'll I'll say like fifty percent of the time like there's a chance like I'll get back do it again. it'll happen again really so I don't want to often even, does this happen um recently it's been like it's been more often than it should be <laughs> really it's kind of weird like, like I, once a month or. Yeah, I'd say probably once a month. Oh, okay. Maybe a little less than that. Like, yeah. But it's been happening more recently now for some reason. Like, oh. growing up, I I don't really, like, throughout high school, I don't even remember it happening, like, mm. once. But now it's been happening a lot, which is weird. Probably the stress. This life I live. This <laughs> yeah. stressful life. But it, it is such a weird experience. Have you never, have you never had this happen? I kind of had something like that, yeah. I've heard of people having that, too. But, like... The only time I can remember is when I was sitting there just sleeping away and all of a sudden I woke up and the way I think it happened is I was wide awake Mm -hmm. and I really did wake up and I just looked at my ceiling and I saw a centipede that was a foot long, not even kidding, and probably like half a foot wide. I'm saying like... You know, oh my God, like huge. Like, yeah, the never would you see anything, any insect this big. It just dropped right on my head, and I was wide awake. I was so sure I was wide awake, and I really saw this thing. And so I covered. This was in the middle of summer. I covered myself up with my blanket, oh my and I was like, "This thing's gonna get in." Oh my like, God! Where did this thing come from? And so I'm like tucking in the blankets oh all my around God. my body, so this thing can't get around me. I almost, like, suffocated and, like, sweated to death because I was so afraid of this thing getting me. And I was sitting there for, I would say, 
two hours not even moving, like listening for it, you know? Oh, and by my the time, God. This time I for sure was wide awake and I was like, like, okay, I want to like get out of my bed and yeah. turn my lights on, but I can't because this thing's going to like eat me. Oh my God. So I think what really happened is the first time when I opened my eyes and saw the centipede, mm-hmm. I was half dreaming. So I think <clears throat> my eyes were really open and I was really looking, but the other half, my mind was still dreaming. So oh. it put this centipede yeah. from my dream into real life. Oh, and man. when those two mix like that, yeah, it's so real. Mm-hmm. Absolutely real. That's what like... I mean, it's it's just so fascinating. Like the the realm of like sleeping and dreaming and all the mind. Yeah. It's like it can be so like yeah. Creepy. And I was sitting there like like I don't believe in any. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in any of that. I don't believe in foot long <laughs> And so I'm sitting there, wide awake in my bed, like rationalizing this, thinking that's not real. Mm-hmm. But I just saw it. Yeah. Like, what the heck? Yeah. So what do I do here? <laughs> what, about, what do you want me to do? <laughs> so, yeah, I just sat there for, like, two hours. And then I was so, like, deprived of oxygen <sighs> that I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm getting out of here. And, like, I bolted out of my bed and, like, oh my ran God. over to my light switch and turned it on. And there was nothing there. Oh, my God. Yep. It's so creepy. Yeah. Like, and I... I Unlike you, I do believe in the paranormal, but I have not had any. Really, I, I'm sure I've had what I what I would feel as a paranormal experience, but I none that I I really like can think of right now. Yeah, like like really come to me. Um, my experiences have just been like trickery, mind trickery. But, yeah. Um, one creepy thing. I, I don't know why I was, like, I wanted to do this, but, like, I was, like, trying to freak myself out one night. You're going to laugh at this, but, like, right. I went, like, I was, like, scanning. I I was in my car, and I was like, hmm, how can I get scared here? <laughs> so I went to the AM stations, and I just started, started scanning them, trying to weird, listen for weird shit. Mm-hmm. That was, like, me trying to get scared, like, ooh, AM stations! <laughs> But Talk ha- radio. Oh my God. Have you ever done that? Podcast. <laughs> there's some weird stuff on AMs. Um, there's actually a, there's a show called Coast to Coast AM with uh, George Norrie, and it's like that's a show. If I, in another life that would be my show. That's a conspiracy show. Oh yeah, it's so awesome. This this show is it's they just talk about UFOs, paranormal, that kind of stuff. Oh, um, it's a good good time. But I was listening to that a little bit, but like. There's there's just some weird stuff on like unexplainable things on AM radio. Yeah. At night you got like you go through there and it's like you hear music, like weird music, you hear like yeah. weird talking, like sometimes it's staticky but like you hear talking still through the static. Yeah. Like, it's creepy. Mm-hmm. I've done that. So I did that to creep myself out. That scared me already. <laughs> oh so sorry. Just oh, no problem. Hello? Hey. <laughs> That's all right. Um, I was gonna be heading out a little bit. We're we're just wrapping the show up. Um, are you actually here? Do you want to stop in for a little bit? All right. Yeah, just walk on in. We're gonna be still recording. So, all right. Bye. 
Sorry, uh, that was actually, we'll cut that out, but that was Garrett. He, our special guest is oh, coming. He we'll, has arrived. We'll be wrapping the show up then pretty soon here. Um, he'll tell you, he can help join me in the story of the last thing that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk, oh, they, what, what, speak, I, I, was, I was meaning to bring this up actually when we were talking about our traditions, but is there any Halloween candy that you just like, yes, this is the best Halloween, I gotta have it. If this isn't in my sack, the whole night wasn't <laughs> worth it. <laughs> like when I was a kid? Yeah, even? yeah. Um, or even now, I mean, I'm not saying you trick or treat, but... <laughs> um, not, I mean, nothing's coming to mind. Hmm. I just remember, like, sometimes they'd throw, like, Andy Andy's candies in there. Yeah. Oh, man, that's... Oh, man. That's the shit. That's the, the jackpot? Yeah, that's the jackpot. Or, like, I liked, I liked Jolly Ranchers. That was always a nice thing. Yeah. Sometimes they'd put Jolly Rancher suckers in there. Mm-hmm. If you were like, if you, that house is really hardcore, they'd put Jolly Rancher suckers. Reese's peanut butter cups, the big kind, like the big individually wrapped ones, that was awesome for you me. Know what makes me sick is working in the produce department. You see little packets of carrots. Oh, like fun size carrots. You know, people put those. You're supposed to buy them so you can hand them out for trick or Are you treaters. serious? Yeah. You think people actually do that? It's They're selling. Oh, my God. Yeah. What Carrot. a sick... What, what a sick world. S- yeah. Forget the terrorism. Forget... Forget whatever. This is... This is where it's at. This yeah. is the real... The real cause. Those are the real villains. Yeah. <laughs> I saw... Um, in the back, there was a bunch of like there was a pallet and it had cereal little individual cereals mm-hmm. to give out for halloween cereal who the hell wants cereal Jeez. why why are they doing this just candy is fine yeah like they don't need to have i don't need cereal i don't need carrots definitely don't need apples with razor blades in them <laughs> um there was a house that gave out apples one year Really? Yeah. Like, what are they thinking? I know like, the kid's not going to eat that. I can see if you're like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this kid a little healthy yeah. snack here. He's not going to eat it. He's not. He'll no. throw it fucking at your windows. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> come join us. Welcome oh. to Media Pod Smash. You're part of the show. So. Yeah. Are you guys live right now? We're oh, live. Yeah. Oh, okay, awesome. Yeah. This is my friend Garrett Key. Hey guys. Hello. Um... Garrett and I go way back. We took He's a, got a story lined up for you. Yeah. Pre-K. Yeah. Pre-K, baby. Pre-K, baby. <laughs> we, we, um, God, there's a lot of stuff that we could talk about our history, but this is our Halloween show, so. I feel like we can save that for another one. We'll save it for, well, yeah, we'll do a, like a little origin story. We'll have it one, it, one day if Robert can't do it, or if, even if you're here. We'll, yeah. we'll just steal the show. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll t- Yeah, we'll do a little origin story of how we met. But right now we're talking about we're talking Halloween right now. It's things that get us off. <laughs> things that scare us. Did you guys talk about uh inset or not uh paranormal? I did, I gave my movie reviews for it. Right. I talked about how fucking there was like thirty four minutes of trailers. There was. And was commercials. Kind of and what did you just the IMAX. Yeah, they were like really pimping the IMAX. There was literally 
like four bumps for IMAX. It was like, prepare yourselves for IMAX. And it was like, alright, okay. And then they had like a countdown. It was like, in the movie for IMAX starts at five, four. <laughs> and then they had another one too, if I don't remember. Um, what did you think of Paranormal Activity 4? You know, I liked it. I actually thought it was probably equivalent to the first one just because the first one gets you hooked. Yeah. But then the fourth one, like, it was pretty good. Did you I think that it was a, like, is what it, why? Well, I don't, I don't, <laughs> why? What is wrong with you? Just, uh, why? Because like the the anticipation, like I don't know, if, probably by the same directors and everything. Assuming, but I don't well, pay much attention to that. Stuff. The two, it was the two guys who did the third one. Okay, and those were the guys that made Catfish. Don't even get me started on that piece of shit. <laughs> but I don't know. I felt like the anticipation, like the like freaky moments, like and you know, yeah. They, oh, they were, I they were amplified. I agree, but I feel like there was fewer of them. And it still followed that same, like, that format roller coaster. True. Where absolutely. it was like, yeah. you know, like, oh, night one. Oh, not much tonight, guys. But then, like, <laughs> night 15. True. <laughs> you know? I just I just felt like the overall cast, like, acting and everything. I mean, you have to admit she was a babe. Oh, I was, I talked about talks, that. Yeah. I wasn't going to, I didn't say that, though, because I didn't wow, want people to say she was a good actor. Oh, okay. <laughs> actor I said I envied their chemistry, and I, I wanted to be yeah. that couple. I was just a babe. It's just... She was she was good looking, but I'm afraid that she might be underage. And maybe, maybe she just acted. The part they did. They said she was about 15 during the movie, but that's her character. <laughs> Whatever. Nothing to worry about. Semantics. Yeah. <laughs> Legalities. Yeah. No Jail time. What? What? <laughs> um, we were actually just talking about um, Halloween candy. Oh, is right. there anything that you like really stuck sticks out for you, or like did stick out for you when you were a kid? Like one thing, like this has okay. got to be in my sack, yes. or I'm calling it quits. Yes and no. Okay, like, I, I was actually just talking with Sam and Heidi, my roommates, okay, um, about this, and I was like, I want to be that guy that gives out apples and toothbrushes. Oh, oh my god! But wait, here he does, this is like. Oh, where the kids are gonna throw those back through your window? <laughs> That's what we were just <laughs> saying as you walked in. <laughs> Pretty much, I guess. But, like, I mean, those things always stuck out. Like, I felt like people give generic candy out to everybody. Right. It's like, all right, candy, candy, candy. But then when you go to that house that has an apple or, like, a toothbrush, you're like, you felt like yeah. it was Christmas you, on Halloween. You talk about that like, the whole night. <laughs> you do. You're like, dude, I got a fucking apple. Like, I got an apple. Like, Can you believe I, this shit? <laughs> I know. Like, and whether it's, like, you, you probably don't like it because you want candy, but, yeah. like, those houses, like. Stick out. Do you think that's okay now, though, like, with the stigma, like, of, of the razor blades and the apples? You know, that whole thing? Did like, they actually put them, I thought it was in the candy. I heard, I heard, well, growing up, I heard both. But I heard that, actually, there was only one case of that, and it was, like, their own family member did it. <laughs> so, like, I heard that was a myth anyways, but still, there's, like, that stigma of, yeah. like, razor blades. Yeah. I feel like apples could be easier to check for razor blades, though. I mean, like, That's if you true. See a there's a big in slit it, in it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know any other way of like putting a razor blade in an apple, like creatively. That's true. But we'll figure it out. Yeah. Halloween's coming soon. We'll, we still have we still have time to figure out how to put razor blades in apples. <laughs> Um, so, that actually happened to me though. That, not a razor blade. Oh. No razor blade. Um, someone gave out an apple. <laughs> Yeah, see. There was someone on the... And I do remember! Yeah, that's the only yeah. time... I don't remember, like, the candy at all. Exactly. I remember getting an apple. It was on that corner house when I was trick-or-treating on this block. I got an apple, and I did... I actually bit right down into it. You I was, ate it? I ate it. What? 
I'm a weird kid, though. You freak. Uh, I'm a freak. Yeah. I don't, I'm not like other kids. Always getting sleep paralyzed and shit. Yeah. It's not, I'm not like other kids. I like, I like to eat apples. I was like, <laughs> well, actually, I didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, is this a huge candy bar? <laughs> <laughs> They actually they sprayed it with gloss. I was like, "This is amazing!" This, is just, um, but yeah, I do remember that. You're right. Yeah. And I just don't want to be that like guy on the like block that's memorable. Like when when we get older, we're talking, or when I get older, right? Like, I was like fifties, sixties. Like I don't want to be that guy, like the thirty year old that's like, "Hey, you little shits, <laughs> yeah, you know, here's apples." Because then that just sounds really douchey. But, yeah. Well, yeah. When you when you're older, you can get away with it. Yeah, being that sweet old guy on yeah. the block, like because the they don't want to like they don't want to be mean. They're just like, ah, yeah. oh, it's just what he does. <laughs> like, he doesn't know any better. <laughs> he longs for the days of old. Um, and yeah, I got I remember getting like yelled at about that because I bit into it right away. My mom was pissed. She's like, you supposed to let me check the apple, especially the apple. <laughs> like, don't just bite into an apple. <laughs> I was like, come on. Camera. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Did your mom check all your candy? Like, like uh, every piece she like. It wasn't, like, so thorough like that, but she did, she, like, she rummaged through it. Through a system? Yeah. System, right? Did your mom no, check it? No, she didn't give it. <laughs> she didn't love you. <laughs> yeah. Did your parents check it? Yeah, my parents were like, yeah, check your candy before you eat it. I was like, all right. <laughs> Never did. <laughs> it with your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Clear. <laughs> if this digests in my stomach, we're good to go. Yep. <laughs> um, I was going to tell a story, but then I figured since you were going to be on the show, we'll just tell it together. Like, we'll we'll tag team it because it hap- you were there with me. Um, we were talking about some things in our, in our past that scared us. And there was, I thought of that night that we brought the flip cam over to the cemetery. Yeah, you're talking a little unlikely to like January. Yes. Yeah. Do you want? Do you want to tell this? I don't know. Like, I can start it off. Like, you want me to start on the trip, like the road trip up there? Well, the thing that really freaked you out though was like, well, yeah, like we can get to that part. Yeah. All right. I, I'm just. I mean, I'm parched. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, pretty much. Starting off, we, we like to get ourselves, like, you know, good old scared. Yeah. And Was this last year? Mm, uh, maybe two years ago. Yeah, maybe. I don't feel like it would have been that long. Maybe. I don't know. Well, it wasn't that long ago. Either way. Not sure. Yeah. And uh, so we're like, hey, like, let's go to the cemetery. Like, we were kind of looking up on, like, some scary websites. And, like, they said, maybe check out this place. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. So getting ourselves all, like, hyped up and stuff like that, we start talking about just kind of heaven, hell in general, and, like, life after. And, like, we're starting to come up with, like, these really... I don't remember specific details, but we're coming up with stuff that, like, is starting to really, like, like make us think. We're like, yeah. oh, my God. If this, this was a college... Freaking me out. This was a college philosophy class, we would have been, like, <laughs> fucking PhD. No. Like, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, that's so true. It was so PhD. legit. <laughs> and we Obviously, were, we're in no college class. <laughs> No, and, like, we were, like, really starting to get freaked out, and we start pulling up and getting closer to, the, like, cemetery, and, like, our blood is just, like, thick as... And like, I have, I still like, have the reaction, like, I'm filming this whole time, like, so it's coming up to the side, so I'm like, alright, I'll get the, you know, coming in for Is this just a random cemetery, yeah. or... It's a random, it's not, I mean, we, there's a purpose to wh- wh- why we went to this one, like, the website said it was, um, there used to be a church, and then they got rid of it, and then... Um, people saw like mist coming up and like weird shit would happen. Like, mm-hmm. and I swear to God, I heard the bell. 
Really? I don't know. That, I don't think that, I've heard that. There's a bell apparently you can hear in the, dis- the distance. Um, and we've been there a couple times now since that journey. I don't know if you came with us the second think, no. time. But, I only was there once. Um, right? Yeah. We played Ouija board next to that. Well, but anyways, so <laughs> we'll cut that out. <laughs> um, next <laughs> to nothing. Bad? I don't no, know. It, it's just. Is it? I didn't want to. It's kind of. It, if I kept going with that, I would have spoiled what this whole fucking story is about. Oh, are you. Dude, okay, you need to elaborate on that. Later. I will later. Oh, it's okay. fine. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> cryptic. Well, we're talking in code. We're we're trying to win a war over here. <laughs> we're the ex the axis. Um, um, do you want me to continue? Yes. Go ahead. Right, well, do you want me to just get to get, get to the meat? Yeah. Get to all the right. Meat. So we're pulling up, and all of a sudden, like we we're driving by really slow, really like really slow, and all of a sudden, like there is this. Here it is. Here it is. There's a, like a Jesus cross statue. <laughs> yeah. Like it is real, like human size, like yeah. everything. It looks like this fucking thing is like, it's floating. Yeah. It much. looks like it's floating. We because... literally thought we saw Jesus re- like, resurrected <laughs> yeah. like, that, that, on the cross. Like we were speechless. And, and it was like a white statue. Like, so it looked like ghostly. Yeah. It was like, it was, it was very like ominous. Yeah. Yeah. It was. And then it just so happened to just be a statue. But this initial reaction was probably like he was. Uh, the, 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 we have the recording. There's a point where like we're talking, and like I'm still talking to him because I don't see it at first. He stops. He's literally speechless. And then I see it too. We both are just like, "What the fuck <laughs> is that?" And then like it's we come back, like we drive past a little more, and then we're like, "Oh God, it's." Just a statue, <laughs> but it Jeez, was seriously. Didn't you say you saw like the, a light too? Like, yeah. Oh, that's right. You like you, yeah, it was some like driving past. I did have light. paranormal experiences, <laughs> and I okay, I have another story too, a quick one. Right. So we drove past this, and apparently they say you can see lights coming out of like out of the cemetery. I saw lights. I swear to God, and it was um, just driving past the gate, like the front gates. I saw like it looked kind of like two headlights. Um, we actually did, we pulled into the cemetery too, didn't we? That was we? another time. I didn't with you. You didn't? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Are you sure? I was, I was so freaked out. I was like, Jeremy, we just need to go. <laughs> you guys just no did a drive-by? I was just out of it. Man. You're right. We, we, we did. Didn't okay. So we actually got out with another group of people mm-hmm. and it was like Colin, me, and some other people. We actually went back to the cemetery, mm-hmm. parked, got out. Oh, it's so creepy. We parked right next to this bell so that, like, our car was kind of hidden from, like, the main drive. And then, like, we got out and, like, Colin was taking, snapping all these photos. And, like, we got our, t- our pictures taken under the big giant Jesus cross. No, yes! <laughs> we got our, I think it's on Facebook. Uh, we got our picture taken under there. Oh, no, it's on my phone. I'll show you. Okay. But, um... And we played Ouija board under there and stuff, and like we were snapping photos. It was it was really creepy. Like I, I felt I really felt like a strange. Did anything happen with the Ouija board? Not really. Okay. But that game is really. It moved. It lit on fire. <laughs> it moved a little. It's you know. See the scar. Average stuff. No, I I don't think so. No. I mean, it's so hard to gauge though. Like everyone that you play that with, they're like, I'm not doing anything, and they yeah. always mess with it. So, so, I don't know. But but there was some, I mean, there's some weird photos. Like, there's orbs. 
You know your big end those orbs. Oh, yeah. You love the paranormal. Those are lens flares. Those are <laughs> orbs. Lens flares, are you serious? In that kind of condition? No such thing as lens flares. No. <laughs> I'm a professional photographer. <laughs> those are, them are orbs. All right. Um, and we went back a little bit. I was like, to this point where like, I actually just couldn't go back any further because it was really, it was creeping me out. Oh. Um, and they say like, if you keep going back, there's like remains of like a, part of the church but we didn't even we didn't even go get that far That'd be um, Colin was such a, tr- a champ though he's just he, like running he was he was like it was like a playground for this guy he was like <laughs> taking snapping pics he was like an uh, like an Asian tourist like in California he was like snapping pics he had a fanny pack <laughs> sunscreen on no, his nose <laughs> it was he had like a lawn chair out <laughs> Literally dancing on people's <laughs> It was it was strange. Like he is such a, he has like so much confidence when it comes to that stuff. But I was I was I don't know, you got pretty freaked out at the haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. When it comes to fake stuff, that's that's what he really that's what really gets him. <laughs> Guys that try to block your path. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, that was I mean I was I was just genuinely scared. For my life. <laughs> I heard bells, too, in the distance, which, that I mean, that, yeah, that night I heard bells. Um, so, you know, the mind is a very, it, it plays tricks, but yeah. I'll, I'll say it. I'm, I'm going to go on the record and say I was paranormal. All right. 100%. I'd say what, I don't know if I, like, I, I believe you just because I believe you, the way you say it every time. But the one time that I feel like freaks me out the most is when we were driving and your headlights just went out. Oh my god! And like, do not eat that. I wasn't. Even, I forgot about that. No, that's the, probably one of the. I was like, dude, you're no still the only one that way. believes me. I don't like. I believe. I, you're, he's just so serious about it that like it, we were driving and literally his headlights just turn off. What? And, and like, he's was, like, I saw. I was in the front seat in the passenger seat, and like his hands were on the wheel. Like unless he had like a contraption or something. He really <laughs> I was trying failed to like us. I got some tips from your dad on how to break people. <laughs> it was literally probably one of the scarier things I've ever. And like it was during the when we were trying to find scary stuff yeah. too. Again, well, like, we were on that road. We were looking for the butcher, I believe, and we were like, let's just drive around on these yeah. roads. And like the mist started like getting really thick and everything. And, and we went to the uh, the car graveyard. Yes. That's fucking creepy. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I've been in there. Yeah. He took photos in there. What? Yeah, we me and a friend snuck in there. Like when I first got my camera, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take some pictures of an old car. And we walked around in there. Dude, is yeah. it creepy? Yeah, it's really creepy in there. It's just like lanes and lanes and lanes of old. Cars, old that's up cars. I can't. I forgot. Rusty. I forgot all about that. That's paranormal shit. How, cars. That's the amount of them and like how they're just spewed all over. It's probably like Midwest's only car junkie. Dude, it's a car graveyard, is what it is. And they that's like it's just an honest guy conducting business. <laughs> that shit's fucked. What kind of honest guy has like a bunch of like no trespassing, huge like scary signs in front of his place? He's probably just uh, concerned for the well-being of like kids like us. Whatever. That's paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> Those cars, man. It's like Herbie the Love Bugs. <laughs> it was like when we were driving back from the movie. We were like everyone was like doing weird driving patterns. Yeah, like, that was weird. These too. cars are paranormal. Like, Everything's paranormal tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, that night we were that after we went, we were trying to find. We found a really weird part of East Troy. 
remember that. We were like in a like a, a weird neighborhood. Was I don't it? even know if it was East Troy or not, but it was. Wasn't it by Johnny's old apartment? Like that, like, like the place. We, we were over like down twenty, like left of twenty. Oh, like I think it's. Uh, like in that kind of subdivision area, I don't, I don't know. What, whatever. Yeah, okay. Either way, we were driving down this hill, and as I'm going down the hill. It's like kind of one of those narrow, like nature roads. We're going down this road. Oh, everything shuts off. My headlights. Everything goes off. It's all completely ble- like dark, and then they come back on after like two or three seconds, and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, nice, jo- good joke." I'm like, "I didn't do that. I swear, I'm what? so freaked out. I did not do that." And they're like, yeah, okay. And I'm like, I didn't do it! <laughs> what do you want me to say? I didn't do that! I'm gen- I'm generally creeped out right now. And to this day, like, I'll bring that up and, like, he's the only one that believes me. <laughs> Everyone else is like, yeah, okay. Uh, I good. did not touch it. <laughs> yeah. And the, so the, then the other story this reminded me of was we were the same, I think it was, like, the same kind of thing we were doing. We were trying to find this butcher. <laughs> What? <laughs> dead one, a dead one. A dead okay, one, a dead one. So who went into pick and see? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you're looking for a butcher. <laughs> I tried to shine to find a prime cut. In the morning. He hold, like he wielded the knife, he held it up, and then he slammed it down on their stake. <laughs> um, there's a story on the internet that says there's a butcher of Elms Road. Okay. And... You know, he slaughtered people. You know, you know the usual. The typical, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they say there's a dirt road, a gravel road, and you, you go down it, you get to this old abandoned, like, shed, mm-hmm. and everyone in the car has to turn their head at the same time, and they can see the butcher just hanging there. Ooh. There's no such thing as Elms Road, it turns <laughs> out. <laughs> so we drove down to that, that town, and we were just looking for every single gravel road we could find and try to go down it. And we like, tried, we were close to like being on detective shit though. Like we like yeah. isn't the road renamed or something? Like we were like, Wait, I this think is, so. This is Elms Road, but like it like it cut it into something else. Yeah. yeah, and there was gravel roads. So like, I felt like we were there. I feel very like we like we were very close. Um, but before that, we went to another road that was um, another paranormal site. Mm-hmm. It was a haunted train place. <laughs> And you guys, I don't think you. Guys, I don't think you guys believe me, but I heard the train. <laughs> they say if you the soul train, you you stop there, you park your car, you listen for a little bit, and you can hear like the train engines. Yeah, like, and it's not. We weren't actually by the tracks. It's probably like yeah, just the neighboring city's train. <laughs> it's like coming right at us. Oh, I, I heard it on the train tracks. I definitely heard it. This is good. This would be a, this is a pack. I have so much stuff to talk about now, but we'll. I mean, we can definitely you know touch on this too during the Bray Road Show. Mm-hmm. I'm good if you wanna. I mean, we. Def- I don't know. You don't know. I, I. I mean, I. I would like to keep going, but I don't want to like. We got a party to go to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. No. Uh. Last thing. I'll. I'll touch on one more thing then. We'll. We'll. I'll exit with something good. Um. This is a, a good show so far. Oh, yeah. What? Have you ever had... Oh, can you tell... I know you tell it all the time, but can you tell the, the, the story of, of your dog? No! No, 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 no! Do we? No, no, no! <laughs> That's at the top of the stairs. Oh! Okay. 
Okay. I thought you were talking about how my dog died. <laughs> the monster of a mother I have at some point. Oh my god, no! Uh, this is getting, This is a dark time. show. <laughs> no, my mom's not that bad. Sometimes. I'm <laughs> um, kidding. Love you, mom. Uh, uh, no, no, no. It was, uh, there was just one time where um, I was doing laundry down in our basement. And, like, if I really visualize it or kind of like paint a picture for you, is that um, our stairs lead. Oh, first of all, we live in like this really old, 100 year old. Like, yes. Like, creepy-ass farmhouse. And they got the old-school cellar with, like, the double doors. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, we we have the creepiest of all. And uh, the stairs go right down into, like, this, like, first room. It's not that big. It's probably only, like, 10 feet by 10 feet. And it's all poured concrete, everything. Like, it's, like, water stains everywhere. Just, you know, paint a creepy picture. Yeah. And uh, our wash machines are set up. So if you go directly down the stairs, the wash machines are right in front of you. Um, in front of the stairs so when you're actually doing laundry the back or your back is um, well your back is back to facing the stairs I guess and uh, there's another room that like I was always afraid to go into like just to the left of of the washer and dryer and like it's pitch black back there and like it's kind of a like room that no one talks about but um, I was I was doing laundry and all of a sudden like my dog who's at the top of the stairs starts, like, growling and, like, looking down into the basement. God. And, like, he's, like, I, like, look up, and I'm, like, oh, dude, like, Doobie, are you okay? Like, I'm, like, okay, whatever. But I see him, like, peering into this, like, the, the room off to the side. Oh. And it was, like, the creepiest thing. And probably what even enhanced it even more is that the way the, like, light bulb was just, like, on in the basement, it was making his eyes glow red. So, God. like, I thought... I was in the middle of, like, this huge, like, paranormal war that was just about to go down. He was having a standoff. Yeah, I really thought that, because he was growling, like, and I was, like, in the middle of, like, this dark room and my dog, (laughs) and, like, I'm, like, just trying to do laundry, and, like, when I see that, like, I dart up the stairs, and I just, like, leave my laundry, like... I'll just be... I'll wear this all day. I'll wear this for the next (laughs) week. (laughs) Oh, man. And, like, the one thing that got me every time you tell a story is, like, they say that animals, like, have a paranormal, yeah. like, they have a sense. Mm-hmm. That's so it's creepy, like, that's man. My um, dad's, the house my dad grew up in was the same way. He had a room like that. It was like, I don't know what what it was, like, their oil tank or whatever was in there, but it was pitch black. You could, like, walk up to the walls and, like, scrape, like, oh. whatever it was off of there, and... Oh my god! He said the same thing. You don't. You just don't go in that That's room. So creepy. And you don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> what is it with like old houses having that room? Yeah. Because Rosie's place is the same way. My friend Rosie lives on Main Street, and his house was around like, like eighteen hundreds. Yeah. And um, you go in his basement, and there's like a section of the house that there's got like it's like a wood panel on the on the wall, and you can take the panel off and. You go into it, and it's like it almost looks like a, like a crawl space, but it's so narrow. I have you one be- of those. Oh, no, I haven't seen those. Is there before. sand in there? Uh, have you been? You've mm-hmm. never been? Yeah, okay, okay. I wish. Oh, I wish she could explain it a little better than I. Like I was in there once. It's oh my god! It's it's like um, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like the descent. It really is like it's so narrow. Yeah, and you can go on, and it actually connects at one point with another basement with another house. Yeah. 
So you could literally it, walk it connects, house. It's so and, creepy. And this is the creepy part. It connects next... He lives next to the funeral home, and that's what it fucking connects oh. to. What? Yeah. It connects to the funeral home. That's like a movie right there. But I think it's... it's For the most part, it's like... It's just like blocked off somehow. Well, yeah, yeah. it's probably been like... Yeah, it's been like cemented in it. But it, it did connect to it. Like, you uh-huh. could go all the way through. And um, what he told me... I don't... I don't know if he's messing around or not, but he said it was like Civil War era, like where you like they slaves would go through it, like Underground Railroad kind mm-hmm. of thing, like they would go. Was it through. a funeral home? Well, it wasn't <laughs> a funeral home. Well, it's probably like I, I don't know. It's probably like a safe, like safety kind of thing. Like you go through it like, oh. to escape. I don't know. I oh, have okay. no idea. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. But Wait, it connects to the funeral home. Yeah. Because I mean, I've been to his house before. Yeah, that's, that's quite a ways away. You, right? Rosie? Yeah, his, right next door. Really? Yeah. On Main Street, the funeral home right on the corner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. His house is right next door. Oh, is it? Yeah. Right next to it? Right next oh, to okay. it. Oh, okay. So right to the right, like, you got the funeral home on the corner, and then his house is, like, on the right. Oh, I thought it went through at least another house. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, like, you go down through that tunnel, it goes through, and then there's another part in that in that crawl space area where there's kind of, like, um, like a an opening and then there's like a wall and then you can like go behind that wall through the opening it's oh, it's creepy. so creepy like you couldn't pay me a, a, <laughs> you couldn't pay me anything to stay there a night like oh, it's so creepy um but yeah so here's here's how we're going out this is a little local legend this is um we've talked about Bray Road we've talked about Ed Gein we've talked about all sorts of Wisconsin stuff but we never talked about Rainbow Springs. Oh, nice one to go out on. All right, so we're going out on this. Um, I pulled up this article, which blinds the hell out of everybody, but I really, they don't have a lot about him. So this is one I decided to read. It's kind of, I mean, it's pretty short, so we'll go through it a little. Um, The article is called Dream of a Guanago Resort Collapsed as Financing Faltered. Um, Francis J. Schrodel left his imprint on Waukesha County developing subdivisions such as Imperial Estates and Camelot Forest in Brookfield, Regal Manors, blah, blah, blah. He also built St. Paul's Catholic Church. But his vision for... An... <sighs> we always have this problem. Yeah. I can't read. <laughs> I should not be the one reading these articles. <laughs> his vision for an opulent resort and golf complex just west of Iguanago, which he rena- which he's named Rainbow Springs, continues to haunt would-be developers who chase after the dream he nearly completed. Today... Will's Will Will <laughs> Yeah, Jerry. Screw it. I'll Sound leave the link on the blog. I'll tell you the story. Alright. This guy had dreams of making this <laughs> just gives up. Awesome <laughs> resort. Like I'm talking like beautiful water park, like golfing, awesome resort. They actually hotel. S- the hotel. Yeah. He they said um Elm Grove Builder claimed he was a Kahi he was a Kahi guy. He was uh, way ahead of everybody in his thinking. He was a dreamer, and he had, he had the guts to try it. With a series of successful projects behind him and a net worth... I started reading. <laughs> I want to get more details. Um, uh, net worth between 20 and 40 million. So he already had a, a net worth of 20 and 40 million. Somehow he still fucked this up. <laughs> I would haunt it, too, if I, if I failed that hard. Um... With a series of sizzle products, blah, blah, blah. It started as a hunting preserve. Um, 
So he had to, he wanted to erect buildings with um, a Frank Lloyd Wright Field. Um, on December 31st, 1959, he opened a new lodge on the shore of Rainbow Springs Lake with a ga uh, gala New Year's Eve party. Uh, guests ate dinner on fine china and sterling silver flatware. Two dining rooms, lounge, conference room, 42 guest rooms, indoor swimming pool. Um, among activities, members could skeet, shoot, horseback ride, tennis, and water skiing. So I'm like, this is a classy place already. Mm -hmm. What could possibly go wrong? 1962, he designed and uh, was beginning construction of an 18-hole golf course. He intended to complete in 100 days, but weather interfered, much like our trip to Bray Road. Ooh. We're a lot like this guy. Yeah. We have big dreams. Not quite as much money, but uh, <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> but we have, you know, big dreams, and they're always, we're way ahead of our time, and our dreams are always getting crushed by something. <laughs> um, it took 143 days. National publicity followed the feat, uh, became known as the Miracle of Maguango. At first course, which was named Big Mo Big Moraine, or Big Mo, was being developed, he started a second 18-hole course dubbed Little Moraine, or Little Mo, for those wanting less of a challenge. Uh, one year later, 1963, he disclosed plans for a new lodge or clubhouse covering 50,000 square feet. Uh, a frame building would have a central lodge featuring 135 ton field stone fireplace. So this is like it basically we're looking at just an awesome, nice, developed clubhouse. Uh, facility was lacking was uh, was taking shape. He decided the hotel was set off the facility. So now he's like, you know, I know I'm building something already, but fuck it, let's do a hotel too. Um, <laughs> Now, the facility was just under a thousand acres. Uh, a thousand, or a 756 room series of interconnected buildings stretching over a quarter of a mile and accommodating 1,600 guests was to be constructed. And it was. Uh, to, a, to amuse guests, a lower level carnival street was built, including bars, shops, um, where furs, jewelries, and everything to delight the visiting convention goer would be purchased. Only the finest building materials were used, right down to the finished hardware of solid brass. Holy shit. So this is like five-star, like, <coughs> excellence yeah. here. Um, the final addition to the complex, a 90,000-square-foot conference center featuring 24,000-square-foot exhibit hall began. He hoped it would com compete with Chicago's McCormick Place. At the end of 65, a newsletter sent to Rainbow Springs Country Club members spoke of the resort's completion in 1966. The Women's Western Inter Inter Invitational Golf Open was scheduled to be held in August of that year, and he saw the, en the event as a way to christen Rainbow Springs Resort and Convention Center. But this is where things start getting spooky. The financing to finish the complex dried up. The tournament was held, but the resort was not able to accommodate the players, so they were transported back and forth from East Troy and Lake Geneva. As each subsequent year approached, uh, Trofeld felt confident that he would find the money necessary to complete the resort. Friends encouraged him to open the parts of the complex that were completed. A $150,000 stainless steel kitchen, as well as dining rooms in the new lodge were complete. The pilot lights in the stove were lit, but he wanted a big grand opening in the entire complex like Wisconsin had never seen. He said even Frank Sinatra would perform at the opening. Everyone who knew him agreed that he turned down 
offers of financing during the time because he did not want a partner, much less someone who would take over the controlling interests. Mm. So it's always nice to have a partner yeah. in business. <laughs> is what we can learn from this. Yeah. And what we'll talk about in another show. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, although no furnishings were purchased for the resort, Schrodel told Milwaukee resident Dewey that he planned to build barracks for Jamaican families he would bring there to work at the resort. In addition, he planned to erect a three-story, 238-room dormitory for 576 students from UW-Whitewater who would live there and receive credit while working for him. None of that came to pass. In June of 71, Marshall and Isley Bank and... Schrodel and his wife, Anita. Oh, I'm sorry. They sued him okay. for $8.7 million. The bank contended that Schrodels were in default on notes for loans taken out during the previous six years. The notes were secured by mortgages on Rainbow Springs. Reports circulated that Schrodel had invested $12 million of his own money in the project over the years, but he, began, but he again sought outside financing to tie him over. He believed that federal type money policies in 1966 were the start of his problems. His efforts to slave off the foreclosure were unsuccessful, and in March 73, Circuit Court Judge awarded the Rainbow Springs Resort to the bank for $6 million after the sheriff's auction. They built a huge resort, gave it away to the bank for $6 million. He lost everything. The property was worth $11 million. Other subdivisions and vacant tracts of land in New Berlin and Menominee Falls were awarded to M&I Bank, which bid $3 million for them. Throwdown claimed these parcels were worth $7 million. Oh, my God. Um, this is not the scary part, obviously. It's not scary <laughs> that a guy lost. Oh, my God. <laughs> he lost. <laughs> um, this is the setup. Okay. <clears throat> the final episode came... When Trodell, who lived in the resort with his wife, did not leave the property, authorities sent Sheriff Deputy Bob Canavaugh to escort him away. If the local man had never been sent, Trodell would never have gone. That's, I mean, this is, I mean, I, I, I don't blame him. You put your whole life into this, yeah. only have, like, you know, all just taken away. Mm-hmm. That's depressing. And it's almost like it's almost not fair, like yeah, for what they valued it like as, and like clearly there was so much more money put into it than. Well, luckily he got his revenge. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is the curse that happened. Uh oh. <clears throat> so even before the bank took over, there was rumors of sales. Um. With much fanfare, the bank announced that in 75, a New York real estate firm, Launderous Associates, would market the resort, exploring a number of potential uses. <coughs> One was a retirement village, another lay religious retreat, and still another resort or recreation-oriented community. Note was made that the resort was being offered at 25% of the estimated $30 million it would cost if, they were, if it were being built brand new at the time. There were no takers. One year later, in 76, Francis Schrodel died at the age of 67. That's fairly young. Mm-hmm. So now, shit's hitting the fan already. He died, and <coughs> they didn't say the cause of the death, but that's a little weird that he died 
pretty much right after the bank bought it. Yeah. Like, you almost think, like, is this, like, a suicide? Or is mm-hmm. it, like, you know, what, what, what caused this? Um, he had many friends and still does to this day. They agree that he tried to get the money to open the resort right to the last day. That's devastating. Mm-hmm. He's still, like... And he put a curse on it. He said his words were... If I can't open it, no one will. Although the golf courses have operated since Rodell built them, the lodge, the hotel, the conference center had never been occupied. That's so creepy. Mm-hmm. Not once has anyone ever stayed in that hotel legit, legitimately, like, or the the, the conference center. Like, that is so creepy. Seventy six to the year two thousand twelve, and it gets even creepier than that. In seventy seven. Um, the first of several boredom attempts to sell property began. Um, so, they, they, this is so boring. Like, they, they can't sell it. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that go wrong in trying to sell it, and I, for some reason they just can't do it. Um, finally, in 85, M&I found a purchaser, actually two of them. Consolidated Resources Healthcare Fund of Atlanta bought 54% of Rainbow Springs of Los... Um, and... Rainbow Springs Investment of Las Vegas purchased 46%. Together, they paid $5.7 million. Plans were announced to open a health spa, but that dream never materialized. In 87, the two, two owners said they reached an agreement to sell the property to MD Development, Inc. of Woodburn, Massachusetts. Full of enthusiasm, like so many would-be developers in the past, <coughs> Mike Garfield, project coordinator of MD, announced the complex would open as a hotel resort and conference center within one year. Call this the final chapter of the story of Rainbow Springs, he said. Last words. Eat your words. Garfield also revealed a new name for the complex. He combined the names of Chicago, where he expected a lot of customers to come from, and the location of Guanago. Chicago! Really? <laughs> yeah. Chicago. Country Club was their idea. Although these people didn't pass out stationery with their new name, their dreams were similarly dashed when financial problems caused them to break their purchase agreement. In 89, the minority stockholders in Rainbow Springs, Rainbow Springs Investment of Las Vegas, filed for Chapter 11. In 1990, the U.S. Bankruptcy Court gave the two owners of Rainbow Springs, Consolidated Resources, and Rainbow Springs Investment three years to sell the property. Consolidated, the majority owner, claimed Rainbow Springs Investment owed it $8 million. Therefore, Consolidated was to receive 62% of the sale proceeds. Four years later, auction details were announced. On January 31st, 1994, at 10 a.m., the, the in the Milwaukee Athletic Club, the sale would take place. When word spread the, that the United Nation was considering a bid on the resort, tribal chairwoman Dixie Doxtator said they were considering converting it to a Native American cultural center. Gambling was not in the picture, she said and referring to the property. And the auctioneer said, it was all there. All the buyers had to do was turn the lights on and get it cranked up. <laughs> Two weeks before the auction, a Todd McGuire official announced that Rainbow Springs owed more than $1 million in back property taxes. Another prospective buyer was also disclosed. A Crystal Lake, Illinois developer. That's already creepy right there, Crystal Lake. Because uh-huh. that's where Jason Voorhees was, <laughs> killing all the cameras. So that can't be any good for this. Developer made inquiries on behalf of the World Order of Churches. Two weeks before the auction, a town of Guadalupe official announced that Rainbow Springs owed more than... Fuck, I read that part. I'm sorry. Um, So, although there was nine registered bidders the day of the auction, two of them actually bid. 
uh, May that year, someone came to the, one of the winning bidders came to the resort, outlined his ideas, bringing the entire complex back to life. Two golf courses were already operate, have already always operated. Factor spoke of developing a rustic sports resort in 94, with 94 conveniences. Um, plans also called for 130 rooms of the main building to be remodeled, used as a hotel with the kitchen facility. <clears throat> the restraining rooms were converted to timeshare condominiums or apartments. For those who remember the plans of Francis Schrodel, those words of Frecker were most interesting. Just walking around the project and seeing how much foresight the builder had, I have so much admiration for him. The population wasn't here. He was 30 years ahead of his time. That's the only thing he did wrong. In 96, reports surfaced that Rainbow Springs was two years delinquent paying his property taxes. Plans to install sewer services from the village of McGuanago were stalemated when Fecker, after putting a deposit of 50000 refused to sign an agreement and pay full cost of the project. The town of McGuanago borrowed $2.8 million to pay for the service, which Fecker would repay through special assessments on the property tax bill. The original self-contained sewage system built by Shodell in the 60s, approved by the DNR, was no longer op operable. In 96, it was disclosed that Pico was no longer involved in Rainbow Springs, and Fecker and his wife and her brother, Hex Sang, now own the resort. All these freaking owners, and we haven't even gotten to the creepy part, which I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know it was that big of a story. <laughs> I'll finish for them. All right. So finally, what happened was it was converted into a... A haunted house, like an actual haunted house, because a lot of the, the previous people that would take it over claimed that a lot of strange things were going on, strange noises, um, not to mention just this this whole curse behind it where people haven't even occupied the hotel in all these years. Um, so finally they, they decided, okay, this company is going to be like, let's just play to like the curse on it and let's make it a haunted place, a haunted hotel. Well, that lasted uh, maybe, not, I'm going to say five years, around that maybe. Mm -hmm. Fire takes out part of the hotel. Unexplained. They have no idea how the fire started. To this day, I'm telling you, they have no idea how this fire started. Right now, it's nothing. It's not a, ho it's not a hotel. It's not a resort. It's not a haunted hotel. It's nothing. You can visit it. You've been there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Scary? Yeah. I wanted to get out of there. The hotel, is it like, what, have you went in the hotel part? Um, kind of. I, I don't, I think it was the hotel part. I'm not too sure. I it's mean, one of the main buildings right by the golf clubhouse. Is it like torn? It's like, you, it's like still burnt halfway to the ground. Like half of it's burnt to the ground. There's like parts of it that like. You can tell that there's like water damage and everything. Like, and like, like there's like stuff in the hotel, right? That like, oh yeah, the creepy. Shit I feel like, like I don't know if it was like place to creep people out or like <laughs> if it's just other like ongoing people that are looking for a scare that try to scare other people. But like there were like stuffed teddy bears with like oh cigarettes burning like <clears throat> through its eyeballs. Oh my God, jeez! Like, like creepy symbols like spray painted onto like the walls and like. Everything's just yeah. and like to my knowledge, they don't know the how the fire started. 
And that place is like it's just condemned. It's, well, didn't it's, it burn down? Didn't it burn down twice? Actually, yes, that's it. It was once before the haunted place opened, yeah, right? And, and then they they and... just they're like, well, we can fix this. They yeah. remodeled and they opened it as a haunted resort. Then the fire start. Another fire happened that shut caused the haunted place to shut down. Wow. Yeah. So to this day, it's just literally just falling to the ground. It's like nature is consuming it, and it's it's nothing. It's never going to be built. Like, like the guy said, what did he say? If if he can't open it, nobody no will. Can. And yeah. so far, I mean, that is it is super creepy. Yeah. Like, it's not just, I mean, it's more than, it seems like it's more than just bad luck. It's like, that is messed up. Yeah. Going from 75 to th- 2012, having no success with any of the owners. No owners. Like, no one business owner was like, I could turn this around. Like, at least make it something. Yeah. Nothing. Do people, like, try to get in there? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, do you mean, like, to like, see it? To, yeah. To, like, explore? Yeah. Yeah, that, he did that. Oh, you did? Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean... He was talking, like, the, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the ch- hard teddy bear and shit. Oh, They I, went okay. through the hotel, like, the burned down part. Like, you snuck in, you mean? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean... I don't think this is, like, self-incriminating, is it? No. No. We didn't say your last name. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Um, actually, you did, but... I mean, no, oh. we, we didn't see it at all. It was all just actually a dream where um, there was burnt teddy bears. He may or, may, he yeah. may, or may, may not have snuck in. To oh, yeah. I definitely... I didn't um, at all, but it was such a vivid dream. Yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> that I can tell you that there was, like... I was almost afraid in this dream to go down, like, hallways. We we didn't think about going, like, up or down any stairs just for, like, being, like, for a safe factor, too. Like, let alone... Oh, yeah, like, like they could collapse. Out. But, like, yeah, like, there were holes in the floor. There was, That's like, so creepy. Like, it was... Wow. It was literally just being, like, falling apart. And you know... The funny yeah. thing, um, I, I know I told you, maybe, but, uh, we... we in this dream saw other people in the building yes so we were like i remember this oh man we need to mess with them and we start banging on the side of like the of the walls what and like you just you see them with their flashlights and they just dart out of there (laughs) and we meet up with them all of a sudden we're like oh my god you guys are like totally suckered that's awesome but i don't think it was them i think they actually i might be wrong but there were two like two guys walking pretty calmly with each other, two people walking pretty calmly, like, around the premises. Security? So I think it might be, like, security every night. I'm not too sure. Or maybe they stopped it or something, but huh. maybe it was just people, like, just, like, trying to scope it out, too. But, like, they were walking pretty calmly and with, like, their flashlights pretty straight. You want a real scare? We say, fuck Bray Rowan and go to that place. Yeah. <laughs> and bring the recording stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Jeez. But that's the story of the... That is something. That I never is it. have that dream again. <clears throat> so you have it. Um, I don't know how to stop this now. My, my screensaver won't go away. We haven't been recording. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually been not. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, that's how we go out. That was a long, dragged-out story. I didn't mean it to go that far, but the the ending, oof, that's it, man. Like, yeah. imagine your legacy just coming to an end. But If I don't open it, nobody. If I don't make this film, no one's going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting a curse on my screenplays, oh, all of them. <laughs> 
All right, well, we better go. Yeah. Get her, get her drink on. Yeah, let's go. All right, happy Halloween, everybody. Bye. Bye. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>